This podcast contains audio extracted from the Harry Potter Theory Extra YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing a segment from the Deathly Hallows where Snape, at this point a fully-fledged Death Eater, meets Dumbledore on a windy hilltop to plead his case. Harry sees all of this through the pensive, through the memories of Snape himself, and it's here that he witnesses a young Snape begging and pleading with Dumbledore, the leader of the opposition. One thought came to my mind when I first came across this segment, and that was, why did Dumbledore agree to meet Snape? And when he did meet him, why didn't he kill him? Furthermore, wasn't he afraid that Snape might try and kill him? At this point, Snape subscribed to the inhuman philosophies of Lord Voldemort. He was a killer, traitor, liar, and a betrayer of all those who had trusted him. Why would Dumbledore agree to meet a man that surely he could not trust? The longer Harry watches, the better he's able to piece together Snape's position. Snape had observed Trelawney predicting the fabled prophecy and subsequently relayed that information to Voldemort. Overcome with guilt, and knowing that Voldemort's knowledge of this prophecy directly put Lily's life in jeopardy, Snape had no other choice than to go to Dumbledore, the only wizard powerful enough to directly oppose Lord Voldemort and protect Lily. Of course, Snape never knew that Dumbledore would fail in protecting the woman he loved, but in that moment, he became vulnerable and confided in the wise old wizard. The next memory that Harry witnesses is after the tragedy at Godric's Hollow had already occurred. After Lily and James had been killed, he sees Snape and Dumbledore in Dumbledore's office, and Harry witnesses firsthand Snape agreeing to devote his life to Harry, to protect him in Lily's honor. This is Snape's true turning point, the point at which he decides to dedicate his life to Harry in order to make amends for failing Lily. The Snape after all of these realizations is the Snape that we'd know, but the Snape that met Dumbledore on the hilltop was still a very different man. Why did Dumbledore meet him? As it turns out, JK Rowling herself has been asked this very question on numerous occasions, which means, of course, we have an answer. Why did Dumbledore go when Snape asked him to go, and why didn't he kill him on sight when he got there? I think readers assume that Dumbledore is wise enough, knowledgeable enough, and compassionate enough to sense that Snape, though he has led a despicable adult life, has something human left inside him, something that can be redeemed. Nevertheless, wise and prescient as Dumbledore is, he is not a seer. At the moment when he answers Snape's call, he cannot know that Snape isn't going to try and kill him. He can't know that Snape will have the moral or physical courage to change course, let alone help defeat Voldemort. Yet still, Dumbledore goes to the hilltop. I'm going to digress very slightly here, but there is a related point that bears making. Harry is reckless and angry for a considerable portion of those six and a half books, and he has my wholehearted sympathy. He has lost his family, he has had burdens put upon him that he never wanted, and he has been stigmatized all through his adolescence for carrying a scar left on him by a killer. There comes a moment in the final book, though, when Harry, whose natural inclination is to fight, to rush to action, to lead from the front, is forced to stop and consider the cryptic message the dead Dumbledore has left him. Unfortunately, this message runs counter to everything that Harry believes is necessary to win the war. He wants to race Voldemort to a deadly weapon, but Dumbledore has arranged things so that, while Harry will know that the weapon exists, 
he will also suspect that taking the weapon is the wrong thing to do. Harry cannot understand why using that weapon would be harmful, yet grudgingly, he decides to act against his own instinct, and according to him what he believes are Dumbledore's wishes. The decision sits uncomfortably with him, he remains doubtful about it almost up to the point where he comes face to face with Voldemort for their final encounter. Unlike Harry, Dumbledore was not acting against his own nature when he chose to meet Snape on the hilltop. Dumbledore, remember, is not a politician. The ministry is weak and corrupt, it enabled Voldemort's rise and is now doing a poor job of fighting him. Dumbledore is an academic and he believes that certain channels of communication should always remain open. It was true in the Potter books and it is true in life that talking will not change willfully closed minds. However, the course of my fictional war was forever changed when Snape chose to abandon the course on which he was set and Dumbledore helped him do it. Theirs was a partnership without which Harry's willingness to fight would have been pointless. I can only say that a full discussion of morality within the series is impossible without examining Dumbledore's actions, because he is the moral heart of the books. He did not consider all weapons equal and he was prepared, always, to go to the hilltop. And that's it for this video, if you enjoyed the content please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.